Bro, 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 bro. Daniel Bryan is the 9-11 of WrestleMania 30. <laughs> it's a joke, right? Oh, but yeah. out of context, that shit sounds terrible. Heel Nakamura is best for business. The uh, Nutcracker Prince or whatever you want to call him. I'm <laughs> all great. about I'm all about That's it. That's a t-shirt. Well, he was right about this. Well, of course he was, man. He also predicted three other things to happen with that same prediction. Like... Bro, 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 bro. Say hello to the bald guy. And bow down to your king. This is Drive-By. Welcome, welcome. I am Mike Marcus. He is Mike Forrest. And we are the Mikes on Mikes. How's it going, Mike? Today's a weird day, man. It's a weird day for me. Everybody, it's... Like a good day and a bad day all in one, and it's like it's really weird, man. But right on, it's ultimately at the end of the day, it's a good day because, like, this day is only a bad day because of like specifically because of the date. So, like, tomorrow, <laughs> so like at midnight, the date will be changed and it won't be a bad day anymore. And, and then all the good stuff the that good happens stuff today that happens is really today good. Today is going to be extra good, yeah. All fair, all fair. Well, let's start this podcast off right, Mike. Let's get into DeLorean. Let's spin around, go back in time to last week on Drive By. Gonna go back in time. What did I just say? This sucker's electrical, but I need a nuclear reaction to, to generate the 1.21 gigawatts of electricity. 1.21 gigawatts. Like, last week on Drive-By, I listened, I listened, I listened, and man, I couldn't find anything, but I know you did. So, I'm going to let you go ahead and take the reins on this, man. Last week we talked about Baron Corbin. That we did. Being the worst choice possible (laughs) for, like, seriously, I'd rather see Kurt Angle wrestle like fucking Apollo Crews for his last match that I would Baron Corbin. But we talked about like how great it'd be if Cena was the last match, you know. Um, John Cena seems to agree because he posted this week on his Instagram a meme that says Baron Corbin is a dumpster fire. Yes, yes. I actually brought that up last week. Did you? Yeah. I thought he posted... No, he posted something else. (laughs) I forgot what it was. I thought it was the dumpster fire. Anyway, so he's now played along two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. Two yep, weeks in you're a right. row. And so maybe something happens? Like maybe? I mean, it's the match we all deserve, as we like to talk about the needy wrestling fan. But to be fair, it's the match that Kurt Angle deserves. We're owed this, Mike. Like... <laughs> of all the possibilities, We're owed this I money. mean, we've supported this I company mean, for so long that they should have to give us these things that we want. I mean, that is the way it's supposed to work, right? That's how it works. You support a company, and then they give you the things that you want. It is debatable. Uh, I do feel like they're listening to the fans, and I feel like when we go back to the regular timeline, we're going to talk about a lot of this. You got anything else for last week? No, that's all I got. 
All right, this has been Last Week on Drive. So take it and check yourself before you wreck yourself. So take it and check yourself before you wreck yourself. Come on and check yourself before you wreck yourself. It's WrestleMania season, Mike, and when we were talking offline, you brought up a very good point. You know, every every podcast out there will talk WrestleMania. I mean, we're, we're definitely next week going to preview WrestleMania, but... A lot of podcasts don't really go into the build on the road to WrestleMania, and I think we need to take this week to do that. So we're gonna go over some of the some of the major matches, uh, the bigger matches. We can't hit all of them. We just don't have that kind of time. I don't feel like doing a two-hour podcast. Uh, I'm sure you don't either. So no. let's just go over go over some of these main matches. We'll we'll. we'll uh, We'll talk about the build, the road, what they're doing good, what they're doing bad, what they could do better, what we like and what we don't like, and we'll just be the voice of reason for the fans like we always are. Works for me. All right, man, let's start it off with the Universal Championship. Seth Rollins, challenger to the one and only Brock Lesnar. Uh, It's been a slow build. Have they got... Have they got you interested? Because, I mean, I would say yes. Look, I'm not even going to play games. Like, I'm super hyped for this match. (laughs) The build hasn't been compared to... Okay, because there's three main events happening, right? Right. Uh, Four pending whatever Taker does. Uh, Nothing, Starcast. You think? (laughs) Do you think Taker makes no appearance... I mean, if you're if you're believing what we're reading, it, it doesn't sound like he's going to be there. He was spotted at the Performance Center, I think, this past week. Uh, apparently, him and Michelle McCool were, were teaching classes there. I'm not sure, no offense, what Michelle McCool was teaching. Okay, that was my next but... question. What was she teaching? <laughs> How to get knocked up by a superstar? I mean, whew, it's a little swampy, but yeah, really, uh, to be fair. Uh, that said, man, I don't know. It's sounding like not. I can't imagine that there's zero TV build for a Undertaker match, so I'd have to say no. I'd have to say he's not going to be there. All that said, oh, her good class. to see. I just looked it up. Her class, it was how to steal a woman named Sarah's husband. <laughs> I don't believe you looked that up, and I don't believe that was actually the title of the class. No, I did. No, I did. I looked it up. Turns out Billy Kay was in it. <laughs> all, all that said, uh, it's good to see that the bad blood between Undertaker and WWE over this StarCast appearance is apparently, uh, you know, so so bad that it brings him to the Performance Center to teach a class. As long as it's so bad it keeps him off Mania, I don't give a shit. <laughs> so, How Seth the and Brock. mighty have fallen. Seth and Brock. Okay, so they haven't done a great job at building this. That's that's no one's fault except Brock Lesnar's. I mean, we live in Brock Lesnar's world, we right? We do. Like, and, and, you know, if he doesn't want to show up to promote fucking WrestleMania, the biggest show of the year that you would probably definitely want to show up for. But, hey, man, whatever, <laughs> you know, if he don't want to show up, it's cool. It's cool. But I think Seth and Paul Heyman have done a fine admirable job of carrying this on so 
the build could have been better with some more Brock appearances, but I think as far as Brock builds go, you can't really ask for more than this. No. And, I... and they've identified that Seth Rollins has a good chance because he's a little dude, and little dudes have good <laughs> shots against Brock. So it's been a, a good build, but not as good as it could have been. It all makes sense for a Brock Lesnar build. Um, I'm glad, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get my WrestleMania kind of lined up here, but the Universal Championship, I mean, clearly it seems that Vince holds it higher, the highest championship in the company, because it's on Raw. Uh, I, I think if the Universal Championship flipped to SmackDown and the WWE titles flipped to Raw, that it, it would be the same thing. Uh, that said, this is not going to close the show, as we already found that out. It, I don't even think this goes on before the Kofi Bryan match. So, I, I think that's good, because I think this could be a good match to, I don't want to say open the show, but to start the card off right, uh, fans will be happy, assuming Seth wins. Now, that being said, that being said, Mike... It might go on a little later in the show if the Beast keeps the title. I 110% think that Seth Rollins is beating him. I don't think that he. there's a way that Brock Lesnar comes out of this with the title. I don't think so either. That said, thought that we last thought kind of the same thing last year, so we will see. Uh, I guess we'll kind of wrap these up like this. Scale of 1 to 10, how hyped are you for this match? based on the match itself and based on the build that has been presented to you. To quote the seventh best character in the movie Varsity Blues, Billy Bob, tan! I give it a fucking tan! It was classy. <laughs> it was elegant. Uh, no, man, I'm I'm a Seth Rollins guy. You know, I have... Yeah, we, well, we both are. So we we both admitted, bounce on that a little bit. Gigantic yeah. Seth Rollins guy. So, I'm super excited for this. This is more so than, you know, it's going to sound crazy, but more so. The other two have better stories being built to them going in, but I'm way more excited to watch my dude beat the Beast. Be the one that, like, you know, because he he deserves it. He should have been. He is better than Roman. And if you'd have just given him a little bit of that Roman shine... It would have carried him much farther than where Roman, than where you pushed Roman to. Like all that shit. All fair points. Yeah, like you're pushing Roman against a roadblock to get him to a point. But Seth Rollins, you could have given him just a little bit, and he would have floated beyond your like loftiest expectations. And <laughs> they didn't. And I think it's gonna be cool to see him like finally get that that moment where it's like look man like i can be the guy if you just give me the chance to be the guy yeah yep and i think he's going to be the guy uh let's move on triple h and batista give us what we want what we really really want i'm not doing it again this week (laughs) how do you feel about this one um i guess i should have actually rated the last one since you did too um i'll give it a you went with a 10 i'm gonna give it an eight just because Brock not being there, even though we know that's how it is, you know, doesn't help. 
But then again, Brock being overexposed could hurt it. I'll, I'll give it a solid eight. I'm excited because I'm a Seth guy, and I'm excited to see the title be on somebody other than Brock or and or Roman. So, and I like Roman. I'm just being honest. Okay, Triple H Batista. I give this a seven or an eight, somewhere in there. Uh, that's, that's a fair ranking. Um, I like this match too. On paper, this match looks great to me. Like I've said before, I love a few times. It's the perfect use of both these guys. I love the match on paper. Um, Am I I'd give the match anticipation for me like a like a nine, but I give the build like a six. I've loved parts of it. I've loved parts of it, and other parts have kind of not really hit those notes I needed them to hit for me. So if we drag it down, maybe overall, I'm going to give it a 7. Um, The initial attack by Batista, obviously. Oh, 10, all the ten. way. 10. Um, Hunter's response the next week, 10. Yeah. The face-off the week after. I know you didn't you care liked so it. much you for it. You liked it. But me... I love that shit. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was like like uh wrestling fuckery of the best kind. You thought it was Drax the Destroyer versus the game. <laughs> yeah, cuz it was, man. It was comical and it was entertaining. So I enjoyed that the Batista in his office. Oh. <laughs> Dude, that was bad. That was very... Like, I'm supposed to believe this dude's office is a shitty white painted brick wall with these... <laughs> right. Like, bro, you're a movie star. Like, this is... Like, you don't have... First of all, you don't have ratty burgundy drapes. Cart, like, come on, man. Like, no. Like, nothing was believable. And then when he was like, get out of my office! It was ridiculous. I didn't... So that kind of brought it down for me right there. But, you know, other than that, the build I thought has been good. It, what, is there anything you do differently to get it more hyped? Uh, let's, let, let's approach it like this. In the last week, we got one more episode of Raw and one more episode of SmackDown. So... Let them get briefly physical. Yes. We need to see if Batista can do something in the ring still. Let him destroy some security guards or something. But we need to see Batista do something, right? Yeah, I would agree. I wouldn't mind, and this might be asking a lot, I wouldn't mind Batista. You know, he mentioned the, you know, people you love. I don't know who they could use, but... I wouldn't mind him attacking someone on Raw close to Triple H. Triple H coming out to respond on SmackDown. And then Batista jumps him there as well. I think that would be fun. I don't know that Batista has the time to commit to that. And that's why this build might be going the way it is. That said, Triple H has some of the best WrestleMania entrances in the history of WrestleMania. When you stack that up against Drax the Destroyer, <laughs> this could be an epic entrance battle, Mike. What if he comes out like Drax the Destroyer? What if he comes out with Rocket and Groot? 
I would I would mark out. I don't even care. I don't even care. I, you're winning the match. <laughs> that's one of those entrances uh, where you're like, you look at the person with you that's not a huge wrestling fan, you're like, he's winning the match, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Just in case you were wondering. It's like when Triple uh, H came out in the Royal Rumble that year that he won it. I looked at I looked at my dude Matt, and I was like, he's winning. And he was like, oh, you think? And I was like, no, I don't think. I know. Yeah, it's it's a it's a certainty. <laughs> uh the I almost said raw. The women's tag team championship match. Uh I don't want to say that it's been all over the place. I do like I'm not gonna lie, man, I like the addition of uh Beth Phoenix. Uh I like the Divas of Doom, quote unquote. I think that if she's going to come out of retirement for something, this makes the most sense. She doesn't have to carry the load. I'm sure she's not in 100% ring shape, and if she's going to continue this, this is one way to, you know, get her back to her old self and get her used to this. Uh, you know, I stated last week, and I, I stick by it. I'm so over Nia Jax. Uh, I could do without her being in this match. Uh, I give the most credit for the build to this fatal four-way or whatever you want to call it to the Iconics. They might not be the best in the ring, but their little digging promos week after week about Bailey and Sasha ducking them, um, and then the way they won that match on SmackDown last week, uh, I, I, I really enjoy... Their character work, I guess, is the way I want to put it. And I think they've done the most to add to this build. And that is shocking. Uh, it's, it is a little shocking. The Iconics, I've been saying for a while, though, that they're probably going to be players in this tag team thing. We both have. But it's like, I didn't think they'd be this good in it. The Iconics are the most entertaining people you'd never want to be stuck in an elevator with. <laughs> like no part of me thinks that they're not actually this annoying in real life oh no it's totally them it has to yeah be. it has to be and it's them as friends like and i bet like a car ride with them is fucking misery <laughs> next week on ride along with wwe right and they're just in there like oh i'm doing voices and acting oh oh i you're in the back seat just like oh my gosh Neither one of you are hot enough to act like this. Popping some aspirin. For two beautiful... Putting a cold rag on your head. For two beautiful women, neither one of you are hot enough to act like this. <laughs> and and the thing the thing is, Mike... And again, I, I, I don't want to bash. That's not what I'm doing. But they're just... In the ring, they're not where they need to be. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, not at all. But I don't think... They're divas. Come on now. We can still identify when we've got potential potential diva search winners. Like, I mean, yeah, let's not be dumb. We know what they are. <laughs> That's okay. Always going to be a place for that. That's fine. Yeah, and I think so. And I actually think they're in the exact spot they should be. Yeah. Uh, I mean... I don't think they're going to win. But I think they will eventually, um, look, and I think that they'll be a great tag team championship team. 
two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, this team would have been, instead of them, the team in this spot would have been like Summer Ray and Layla. So, yeah. I mean, like, they're infinitely better on every fucking category than those two. So let's go ahead and just be happy about that. And as far as yeah. Beth Phoenix goes, hell yeah, man. She's the only reason I've been hitting play on the fast forward through Natalia's matches the last month. I'm like, oh, shit, Beth Phoenix is out here. Cool, let's watch this for a little bit. Gives you a reason to watch Caddy Natty, huh? Caddy Natty, who's not been that bad lately, I'll be honest, man. The last few months with her have been... Natty, Natty is one of those cases. Yeah, she's she's good in the ring. There's no denying that. Yeah, no, I can't argue that. I'll watch Natty matches. So I think it's best when her depending on who she's wrestling. (laughs) This is gonna sound horrible. It's best when her personality and the expression of her character is kept at a minimum. And she wrestles. Yeah, it's best when she's not so much herself on TV, and she's a character. <laughs> yeah, we're we just we probably should move on because we just sound awful. Uh, the build. I'm gonna give the build on this one like a five. Uh, uh, anticipation. I'm gonna give probably a six because it's the first ever women's tag match at WrestleMania championship match. Uh. It'll be cool to see, you know, this is going to sound silly, but I'm interested to see the ring gear that these girls wear, because you know that Natty and Beth will probably have some kind of matching throwback to their old, their older days. Uh, you know, Sasha and Bailey are actually a coordinated team, so that works out. And we'll see, I don't know about, maybe maybe uh, Tamina will stop being Edward Scissorhands, I'm not sure about that one. <laughs> to me, Naya, they're gonna come out wearing matching <laughs> outfits. Tamina's is gonna say Tamina, and Naya's is gonna say Naya. So when they stand together, it's gonna say Tamina. It says Tamina, Naya. like best friend necklaces. Yep, Tamina. I, I love it. Uh, I give it. So where are you at? Six and a half anticipation because I'm kind of hoping to see all four of the horsewomen holding titles up at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. And uh, a build. I'm gonna give it a six because they're obviously trying. But yeah, I wanna it's gi- not a throwaway. It it's had time. I wanted to give it a five, but like, cause I don't give a shit. But they're trying, so I'm giving it a six. Like, you're probably gonna try to avoid going to the bathroom during this match. No, I'm not. I'm probably gonna like actively play on my phone <laughs> and like sigh i'm gonna repeatedly sigh every time i look up and it's still on I'm gonna, and i'm gonna do the, i'm gonna be like ah. i'm gonna do that thing you do where you make that like motion like the fuck where you throw your hands up like kind of like <laughs> lazily shrug <sighs> that's fair that's fair but the last two minutes of it will be very exciting yeah, I yeah, uh-huh. I'm with you. I'm with you. And I mean, we're going to talk about it in a little bit, but the four horsewomen thing, man. Things are things have they have a change, haven't they? <laughs> I remember when Becky was the worst one. <laughs> yep, yep, seems like a decade ago. All right. Roman Reigns returning from beating cancer. Uh then gets his ass beat by Drew McIntyre. Uh, 
Uh, man, I'm going to be honest. I'm pumped for the match. I've enjoyed the build. They've made Drew McIntyre look like an absolute monster. And, I mean, this is going to be one of those low-key, nothing on the line except pride. And it, you know, could be one of the better matches on the card. Best possible use of a returning Roman Reigns. A great opponent for him. It's going to be someone that's going to be believable and scary, and it's going to give him a run for his money, and is going to match him strength for strength and blow for blow. I mean, it's it's uh, a perfect, perfect match for the Roman Conquer Cancer Tour. Uh, it really is. <laughs> how how great was the? F- I have to assume this is on purpose. How great was the framing of the shot on Raw this week when they're face-to-face in the ring? And the way the camera was shot, the way Drew was standing, the way Roman was standing, Drew looked like an absolute beast. He's taller than Roman, he's bigger than Roman, and he looks like, hey, I'm going to kill Roman. Drew McIntyre's underrated gigantic. Because if he goes face-to-face with Braun Strowman, he's only a little bit smaller than him. Just an inch or two shorter, and he's obviously not got the mass, like, the width, but, like, he's not... The first time they ever faced off, I was like, oh, shit, Drew McIntyre's huge. Yeah, Oh, snap, I didn't get that until that moment where I was like, oh, damn, okay, he's he's a giant. So, this is a great, great person. He he, Drew McIntyre, he looks like a million bucks. This is going to be a hell of a good match. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, man, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give the build. I just have to do it, man. I'm gonna give the build a ten. The the Ambrose stuff being included in this, uh, all of that with Drew destroying the Shield, I, I love it. And I'm gonna give anticipation. I don't want to go for ten for ten, so I'll give anticipation a nine. Um, anticipation. Probably an, an eight and a half. Build. Builds at least a nine. Builds at least yeah, a nine. Yeah. They've expertly told the story of a returning Roman. They, at, at certain points, have made it clear to us, like, you're worried he's coming in for the title. He's not. <laughs> you were worried. He's not. You were worried. But they've, like, explicitly <laughs> said, like, this is the, like, he's not here for that. Calm down. And I was worried. <laughs> so, they've, they've told the story well. It's the best, you know, he returns, then he gets attacked. It, it's been a hell of a, hell of a good, hell of a good story they're, they're telling. You know, as far as, it also came in later in the WrestleMania season. Like, I don't know how long they knew they had to work with this, you know. Right. So, maybe they knew if, like, a couple weeks beforehand, but at best a couple weeks. So yeah, I would say for the short time frame given, and for just like you know getting a guy falling into your laps that you didn't think you'd have, it, it, easily a nine. I might even yep. go as far as a ten, like you did. Yep, agreed. All right, we're gonna wrap this first part of this up, Mike, with. Something we time-traveled and talked about just a little bit ago. Kurt Angle. Baron Corbin. 
your anticipation and <laughs> rate the build. We'll just go right into it. <laughs> go for it. Honest to God, the build's been probably a 7 or an 8. They put real well, fucking can... effort into it. Just because we're not biting on it doesn't mean they haven't put work <laughs> into the build. To be fair, this is like long-term term storytelling, isn't it? It really is. Just because we're not feeling it don't mean work hadn't been put into it. I'd maybe even say it's, an, it's a solid 8, not a 7 or 8. It's a solid 8. They put work into it. We just aren't feeling it. Now, anticipation... <laughs> my anticipation's weird because like I want to say it's hovering around a 3 but the idea that Cena could drop kick this motherfucker on the ramp and then do the Cena sprint <laughs> into the ring and say ruthless aggression or some shit like that oh, um, yeah. oh yeah that's at like a 9 yeah I'm with you on that um yeah this <sighs> I'll give the build a solid six, seven. Uh, anticipation for me is like a four or five. I and I like Baron Corbin. I like what he does as a heel. He has legit heel heat, but this is not the match for Angle's last last match. I mean, I just think back to Ric Flair's retirement match with Shawn Michaels. That's a retirement match. You know, if it. Even the one we got on SmackDown. If it was AJ Styles versus Kurt Angle. Okay. Yeah. Sign me up. Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. The stuff that they've all... Like, the last two to three matches he's had would be better retirement matches than the one we're getting. I still think this is a work. I still think John Cena's going to save us all because he just has to. I don't know if it's going to happen that night, if it's going to happen this week on Raw. Uh, But... If that's the case, then my interest jumps up from probably, you know, like I said, a, a five to probably an eight. The Cena effect. They don't call him Big Match John for nothing. <laughs> no, do you no, think, they like, definitely what, do not. Okay, let me ask you, like, what do you think, like, what percentage-wise you think the percentage is that Cena shows up? That this ends up John Cena? I'm going to say 75%. Ooh, you're off the cocksure. It just... You got an inside man? You got an inside man you haven't told me about? You son of... You say a bagging son of a bitch. (laughs) I don't, but do you really see a WrestleMania without John Cena? No, no. I don't at all. I said last week that I thought Cena would be there. Um, I just... I don't know. I'm going to say 50% because it's wrestling. and that, I'm not afraid to be wrong, Mike. I'm I not do, afraid you know, to be wrong. I'm saying 50% because I, I'm so like dead in the middle on this. Because it wouldn't shock me either way. If they were like, oh, I tricked you. Here's Cena just like you wanted. Or if they were like... Oh, man, you thought you were getting Cena. No, it really was Baron Corbin. Suck a dick. Bad things happen on here all the time. (laughs) It it sure does. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. We're going to go ahead and uh, once again throw to our pals, Boris and Bart. We finally have confirmation. 
Bart and Boris? Is that who's no, coming no, up? No, 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 no. It's Boris and Bart, man. That's what I said. Bart Come and on. Boris. I said Bart and Boris, right? No, no. Oh, boy, you are in some deep shit, Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boris and Bart. We got a we got a confirmation on the main event of WrestleMania, and they're gonna give their takes on the women, or as Boris would say, the girls, headlining WrestleMania 35. What's up, wrestling fans? Boris and Bart on the Super Short Report. That's right, guys. So we finally got the main event we've all been after. It's the triple threat match. It's Ronda. Sorry. Real life Ronnie, as she deserves to be called. Versus the man, Becky Lynch. And Charlotte, the queen, is going to be absolutely extravagant match. It is not the main event. You can say anything you want. You can have all of this fun with the, with the triple of H's. You can have all of the fun with the Yahoo on the sports. What? Who? I don't even know who, what you're referring to. The Yahoo Sports, they announced it. This was the triple threat match. Yahoo Sports, gotcha. Wow, man. People have no clue what you're talking about sometimes, dude. All right, they are morons. Anyways, that is, do not let it fool yourself. The main event is going to be the universal champion of the heavyweight world, Brock Lesnar, and he is going to destroy his sniveling opponent. Dude, it's Seth Rollins, and he's freaking awesome, dude. He won the Royal Rumble, and ever since then, he has done nothing for me, absolutely nothing. That is kind of true. Um, but, uh, anyways, the main event is the three girls, and they're so deserving. I mean, well, at least two of them are deserving. One more so than the other is deserving. But, uh, Rhonda, real life Ronnie, she's not deserving of anything. She shouldn't even be allowed to be at WrestleMania this year. It's an absolute joke. It's an embarrassment to us. You are an embarrassment to you. That is pathetic to hear. Anyways, the Brock Lesnar will destroy, destroy the freaky Rollins. It's going to be fantastic. That, my friend, that is the main event. Even the Coffee of Manias, that is more main event-like than the three women match. They will probably change their minds and they will be friends by the time... Dude, don't say things like that. People will not like that. Don't, don't do that. Anyways, thanks for having us, guys. Next time, Super Show Report, Boris and Bart here. Have a good one. That's right. Enjoy the show. Come on, guys. Just look in my eyes. And you will see Russian paradise. Just look in my eyes. And you will see Russian paradise. Oh, that Boris, man. He loves the lady wrestlers, doesn't he? I like the way he says the girls. <laughs> it's like my favorite thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to continue. Uh... The, the the build, the road to WrestleMania, the build for some select matches. We're not going to hit them all. Uh, Miz and Shane, Mike. Moving over kind of to the SmackDown side of things, I guess. Miz and Shane. Uh, where, are you, where are you at? I am at a... 8.5, 9-ish for a build. Anticipation... I don't know, man. Like a seven. This shit just ain't hitting for me. I don't know why. I'm gonna, I'm gonna match you on that. However, it's a well-told story. That, it's just not. Shit yeah. just ain't hitting for me. I, 
Is it because Miz is a babyface? Nope. I like babyface Miz. Is it because Shane's a heel? It might be a little bit because Shane's a heel, but I don't think that's it 100% either. There's just something about this story that's just not catching for me, and I don't know what it is. Is it because of that damn cup in Saudi Arabia? No. No, man, it's just something. I just, I don't know what it, I wish I could tell you. I'm with you. I half wonder if it's because subconsciously we all kind of wanted Ms. Daniel Bryan. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, I, you know, I forgot I think all about that. Holy shit. I think, that I was think they're thing. both doing, it was a thing. I think they're both doing a solid job with this. Um. That being said, yeah, I, I, I match your takes on that. Now, I, I my interest is peaked at the Falls Count Anywhere stipulation. Uh, do these guys actually, at WrestleMania, like, go through the stadium and fight? Because we've seen, I believe, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure we've seen some Falls Count Anywhere in WrestleManias where it's like, yeah, we're in this giant stadium. We're going to go into the crowd and then come right back to the ring, and that's about it. We, you know, they've had the ones where it's we go right in the crowd, come back. We've had the ones where they go all around. Uh, Shane's in this, so we're probably getting some craziness at the top of the stage ramp area. <laughs> Shane's jumping off the WrestleMania sign? I don't know about all that, but, like, you know, we're going to get some craziness <laughs> outside of the ring, probably towards the top of the, the entrance. Depending... Depend. This is mania, you know. Like this, if unless it's another like two mile walkway. Well, it, that's always a possibility as well. There'll probably be some crazy because it's Shane, man. It's Shane, so there'll be yeah some insanity happening uh, somewhere. So yeah, I'd say it's probably not going to be a you know a super standard false count anywhere. It'll be a bit of excitement to it. Yeah, I, I would think so. I keep flashing. <laughs> I keep I I just when I hear something like that, I just flash back to Kurt Angle throwing Shane through the plate glass window at King of the Ring, and just how brutal and fun and amazing that match was. I don't think we're not going to hit that level, but I I have hope that maybe we get at least you know close to it. Uh, AJ Styles, Randy Orton, is this match still hot for you? Still hot for me. Just this match would be hot for me no matter what. Like this match doesn't need a fucking build. You know what I mean? I well, I I've heard people complain about this. You know they were, which it worked. I can't believe that the Angle Styles match was so short on SmackDown. Like, okay, let, let me be the voice of reason right now. First of all, guys, you don't want AJ Styles to lose. Going into WrestleMania. You don't want Kurt Angle to lose going into WrestleMania. When I say lose, I mean sub- submitted or pin. You don't want that. So what do you do? You make the heel, Randy Orton, come in and interfere with the match that everybody wanted to see. Causing Angle to essentially lose by DQ. But keeping AJ strong, keeping Angle strong, getting the heel heat on Orton... It's it's Pro Wrestling 101. Pro Wrestling 101. That's how you book shit, people. That's how you book to keep both competitors looking strong. This is another one of those matches on the card, man, that low-key could be a non-title big deal, like steel steel showing match. This has the potential to be the in-ring match of the night. 
Yeah, if yeah, Orton I is invested, more. which he may very well be because of Styles, and if you have a bad match with Styles, man, no one wants to be Dean Ambrose. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't even think Dean Ambrose wants to be Dean Ambrose at this point in time. It seems like it. So, <laughs> yeah. I, potentially, this could be the in-ring match of the night. It probably won't be. Uh, yeah, I, I give the build... I probably give the build a an eight, and I give anticipation about an eight as well. It's it's definitely one of the matches I'm looking forward to. I don't want to overhype it in my head because I, quite frankly, I don't want to be disappointed, and I don't think this match will. But that being said, if I build it up too much, there's always that chance. Ah, uh, fair. And Orton is in this match. He might just you know. Who knows? You never know what you're getting with Randy Orton. He, I give, he might Randy Borton it. That's true. I give the build... I give the build a 7. Anticipation overall, 8.5, 9. Fair enough, fair enough. Alright. we got two more big matches to talk about. The last one's going to encompass a lot of things. So let's just go into Kofi Mania, man. I love everything about everything that they're doing with this I, I dude this is quite frankly one of the best told organic stories that they've done in a long long time yeah um I'd say in years that they've done in years yeah yeah easily yeah. the best I, that they've I, done in years this is exactly what we want when we complained over the last five years as wrestling fans about there's no long-term storytelling, there's no good story. This is it. This is right here. We're getting it all right here. This is a story that Mm -hmm. has been perfectly told, making Kofi go obstacle after obstacle. It hasn't gone on too long because you weren't even sure really who probably was taking on Daniel Bryan until after Royal Rumble. And then we had these injuries. So this was like all happenstance. So we weren't, we weren't, rushing the story it hasn't had too long to just sit and develop like the other one we're about to talk about next there hasn't been weeks we've had to just fill with bullshit it's just been a week after week after week of good story progression and here we are man one week away all they got to do is fill one show and then we're home free whoo well, holy yeah, shit, and yeah. that's a contract signing. Come on, let's face facts. It's contract signing, right? Probably be a yeah, contract signing. more than likely. All right. I, I would think. And there we um, go, man. So, you give the build a 10? A 10! You give the anticipation a 10? A 10! Listen, I, I got to point some things out that they did amazing, amazingly well. Uh, they, they kept continuity. My favorite part of the entire night, not... Even though, yes, I love the fact that New Day won, so Kofi gets his shot. The Usos, man. Ah, yes, I was hoping you were going to say that. That shit made me cry. I watched that today, and it made me cry. Dude, the week before... Have an emotional day. It's been a weird day, guys. (laughs) The week before, we're we're watching SmackDown, and Kofi's running the gauntlet, and you see all the superstars, which we talked about last week, showing their support in the back. Watching this match with the New Day, and the first two there were the Usos. They were there the whole damn time. The whole time. So when their music played, I thought, uh-huh. man, I hope 
I hope they do this the way I was. I, I hope they do this right. And I thought like they gotta lay down or they just gotta do something. And they did the best possible thing. Is they said you've earned it. We respect you. We forfeit. Good luck. How amazing was that? When it came out, I was hoping. I was like, man, sometimes you guys are, are face team. They're weird. It's weird with them. You never know what you're going to get with the Usos week to week. They live in this like nebulous area that not a lot of other performers on the roster are allowed to live in. Dean Ambrose kind of lives there. And they're there. so good at it. Yeah, yeah. but they're much yeah, better they're at so it than good Dean at Ambrose. It. And they're well. so good at it. And they're, they're like the best on the roster right now being tweeners, except maybe Hunter currently in his current state. Um. So when they came out, I was like, God, this would be a great way. And then they started talking, and they're like, you could just see it. Like, you could see it coming. I started tearing up. I was like, they respect him. Everybody respects Kofi. They're just going to forfeit. I thought they were going to lay down. I really did. I thought that uh, they were going to let Xavier Woods shove him, one of them, and he was going to fall and take the... That's what I thought, too, and then I had visions of the finger poke of doom and all yeah. the blowback, and then mm-hmm. I thought, oh, no, people will be pissed. And so they actually, not only did they use continuity in the storytelling, Mike, but they also did it in the best way possible. Yeah. I can't uh, I can't argue with that. That was It was, like, perfect, because it was. It was a nice throwback to... You know, what was it, uh, 2017 that we gave them match of the year and feud of the year? Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah. So they've done great things together. Um, so it was a great callback to, like, the respect between the two as a team. It was it was yep. expert storytelling on this all the way around. This is – I... WWE does the right shit. This is what it comes out like. Yep, couldn't agree more. Okay. Does Kofi win? I know we're going to do predictions next week, but I just want to throw it out there. Does Kofi win? And does the possibility of him winning add to your anticipation? I think... So they've told this story once before, right? Yeah, with Booker T. Yeah, and um, Booker T lost. And they still catch shit about that. Still to this day, they're getting it right from now, the story. Right now, from the yeah. story. So I think, and look, man, it goes for any story, right? You can't consistently tell a story about someone being an underdog with someone else, the bad guy being like, you don't deserve this, you don't belong here. And then at the end, the bad guy proves to motherfucker that you've been cheering on for the last three months. <laughs> That he really, was right. <laughs> that like, in fact, he really did not belong there and didn't deserve it. That's yeah, absurd. 100%. Who tells that fucking story? Granted, that's real life. That's real life. That shit happens. <laughs> it is. Like, frequently. I'm sure All the time. there are people that fucking hate me, but, like, there's nothing you can do about it. I'm a winner. Um, that is what it is. So, uh, but you can't tell that story in fiction, not in pro wrestling, not in pro wrestling where people live through Steve Austin because they want to punch their boss but can't. No, man, you gotta <laughs> you gotta let those motherfuckers like think for a second that they can belong and that they can, you know, man, losers gotta believe too. Yep, 
I couldn't agree more. I think he's winning. I think it's the only answer. It's the right answer. They don't and want I that think, shit again. I think we're gonna get a lot of lot of baby faces winning titles on uh, on WrestleMania. Now, before we go to the final topic, look, I, I don't know where the tag titles are, uh, and maybe we'll touch on that in a little bit. Uh, I don't know on either side. Uh, I, I know there's a cruiserweight title. I know there's a U.S. title, and I mean Joe has that. Uh, but we'll, we'll talk about that next week. Uh, we need to unwrap the main event, and we need to unwrap the things that have happened and continue to happen in this build that affect so many people, Mike. So, just to get it out of the way, so we can just unwrap all of this. Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey. Charlotte Flair, build and anticipation. Build. The build has been shaky at times. It's like an eight and a half, I'd say. Anticipation, ten. I'm still, that's the thing. There's some stories that no matter, I don't want to say no matter how much, but some stories and some uh, characters, in this case Becky Lynch, you find so captivating and you want to cheer for so much that you don't really care if the story's bumbled a little bit. And this is one of those. I'm still very much excited. My uh, still at a ten for anticipation. But the story, it's been drawn out a little too long. There's maybe one too many hoops for. Becky to jump through. Maybe the bum knee thing lasted too long. There are just little things like that. Overall, I'm not complaining about it. It just has been drawn out. They had too much time to work with on their hands. That is what it is. So, uh, all that said, I'm still very much excited for this. Build 8.5, Excitement 10. Yeah, um... I have to kind of go with you on that. The build was interesting uh, uh, to say the least I think I think this story like <sighs> we all are kind of like Charlotte has been shoehorned into this but let's be real Becky Lynch's organic rise to stardom is what's being shoehorned into this match and we're all happy for that because this was the match the Charlotte Ronda was the match that was going to happen as of the end of WrestleMania last year. I would go so far as to say that if Becky didn't get hurt and was able and, to take on Ronda yes, at Royal Rumble, yes. this match would still be just Charlotte and Ronda. Yes. Yes. Uh, so... I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give it an eight. I'm gonna give it a ten. Uh, build, participate, or anticipation. All that said, we have some twists and turns that have happened on this road, Mike. Have we not? Well, the last forty-eight hours have been insanity. <laughs> so Tuesday night, something happened. Uh, if you haven't watched it, spoiler alert. Charlotte Flair comes out after Becky is cutting a promo saying that she's bringing the people. 
Ronda's bringing the championship, and what is Charlotte bringing? And Charlotte comes out and says, I'll show you what I'm bringing. Proceeds to have a fantastic match with Asuka. And wins the SmackDown Women's Championship. Mike, initially, where were you on this? I was actually at work. <laughs> but, um, I saw someone texted me and was like, oh man, SmackDown Women's Champion. That's all I said. SmackDown, how about the SmackDown Women's Champion? And I was like, well, something, hap- <laughs> something happens with that. Um, <laughs> and then I got home and saw, uh, watched it, and Charlotte came out, and I was like, oh shit, she about to win this thing. Damn. And I thought it was impressive because it didn't matter what they did with the SmackDown women's title. Like, of all the options out there on the table right now, nothing that they did with it would be as important to what adding this title to the main event adds to the main event. Yeah, um, I was not happy when it happened. Uh, I don't even want to say not happy. I think I was more shocked and kind of a little bit disappointed for Asuka. That being said, like, were we really anticipating uh, that 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 WrestleMania match between Asuka and Manny Rose? I mean, were we really? No, no, no one cared. No one gave a shit. So, I mean, all is fair in love and war and pro wrestling. And listen, was this, was this WWE wanting to just be more convoluted? I don't know. Was Maybe this Rose w- didn't even want to see that match. <laughs> is this WWE just trying to add more, something even more special to this match? Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, and to be fair... This is this just took the build another notch, wouldn't you the agree? Clout for this match is fucking unreal. It is fucking unreal. I mean, this match has all the fucking clout ever, ever. Like no women's match ever will have the fucking clout that this match, unless like next WrestleMania, you've got these two titles, the NXT title, and it's fucking these. Three women and Tessa Blanchard. Uh, I don't know how you get bigger than this. No women's match will ever have the fucking clout that this women's WrestleMania match right here has. Done. Over. It's all fucking downhill for here. For women's matches. Like, this is it. This is it. This is the Andre Hogan (laughs) of women's matches. Like, the shit is like, it's done and over with for 20 years until Hogan Rock. Like, it's it. That's it. Like, it's done. I mean, damn, you said it perfectly. So, I mean, let's just let's move into this a little bit more. A lot of controversy, a lot of people mad, a lot of people, uh, again, playing the race card. Gail Kim's one of them, but Man, she hates everything that WWE does. Fuck Gail uh, Kim so hard. Like, I wish she'd <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like, Gail Kim, like... <laughs> I wish Gail Kim was also Akira. 
I, I like wish that's who we had as a cool wrestling personality instead of Gail Kim. Like that. Like I wish that was like like the loud Asian chick that we got to deal with instead of Gail Kim was also here. Googler, by the way. Googler. <laughs> A S A A K I R A. Google her. Google her. Well, you know, I. You will not be disappointed. I I put I I I put out there on, on you know on our Twitter uh, at DriveByPod on Twitter, uh man, the hate was unreal the the seething the anger the you know this was disrespectful and, and then it went into this ridiculous notion, Oscar's buried, her career's over, God I wish she'd just go to AEW because they don't respect her here, guys. She's the most dominant NXT Women's Champion. She was the winner of the first ever Women's Royal Rumble. She held the SmackDown Women's Championship. Her biggest losses were the loss of her undefeated streak and her loss of the SmackDown Women's Championship. And guess who they came at the hands of? Exactly. So to act like this just murdered Oscar and her career has been shit, you're not paying attention. You're not taking all of this in and you're not actually watching the product the way that, well, you should because you're picking and choosing the things you don't like and you're overwriting all the good stuff that has happened because one or two bad things happen right now. Now, where does this leave Asuka at WrestleMania? Man, I don't know. And that's why I'm bummed. Because does Asuka deserve to be on that Mania card in a spotlight event? Absolutely. She's amazing in the ring. That match was one of the best... I mean, I put it up there with some of the uh, Rey Mysterio Andrade matches we've seen as one of the best SmackDown Live matches in the history of SmackDown Live since it's been a live show on TV, right? So, I mean, here we are. She's great. We know she's great. You know, is it because she can't speak English properly enough for Vince McMahon? I don't know, man. Uh, like, that's not what it is. If it's anything, it's because her teeth are so yellow. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean... I Dude, just I'm think... sorry. It's, like, been a noticeable thing with me, with her, <laughs> from the very start. And I've been biting my fucking tongue about it and biting my fucking tongue about it, man. Well, but I can't bite no, it anymore. It... Like, will Could... someone do something about her teeth that are noticed? Does she just chain smoke and drink coffee constantly? Like, I don't Maybe. get it. I don't understand she should have <laughs> whiter teeth than this, man. I, it makes... well. You know, and I would bet that that's it. I would bet that's a big part of it, is her yellow teeth. She also wears her underwear on the outside of her trunks, but hey. I also think, know, I also it, think she's, it is it she's is. an amazingly talented and beautiful woman, I'd like to say that. so <laughs> It's just man, so, his teeth. It, it's just, it's a mixed bag, man. And, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put it this way. Asuka is the victim of the organic... Becky Lynch and the thinness of this women's roster. Okay. We've talked about this before. You have 
let's just put this out there. You have your top tier with the three that are in the in the title picture right now. Like every title picture. With Rhonda, with Becky, and with Charlotte. And then you have Asuka. I would put her right up there with those four. And then you have, you know, Alexa Bliss when she's in ring and she's active. She's one of the best regardless of how you think. You know, she doesn't do flips off the top rope or, or she does actually. Do, she does actually. I, she does, but I people forget I, that, Mike. I know, you know like, but she does. She, she <laughs> but she didn't do those flips in a ring that was once in a bingo hall, so you know, fuck her, right? Uh you know, we have those five women that are like your top tier and, and then and I'm sorry, I'm just gonna phrase it this way, and then you have the Sasha's, the Baileys, the Nia Jax. And then you have everyone else. It's just the way it is. Look, man, did a flip really happen if it didn't happen in the Tokyo Dome or Corkin Hall? (laughs) I don't know. Ask Meltzer. I got called Meltzer the other day (laughs) on the internet. No, you... Yeah, man. Nice. This dude posted in a wrestling group I'm in. It was one of the figure groups, maybe, man. You might be able to see it. He said, "Am am I the only one... That can't stand Jay White. Thinks Jay White sucks. Yeah. yeah. And I said, all I said was, I'm a, I am ai like the dude. I just don't think he's ready for the spot he's in. And this guy left a comment and he was like, oh yeah, why don't you explain it, Meltzer? With an exclamation mark after his question mark. And I was like, <laughs> oh snap. Um, I was like, oh, butthurt wrestling fan. And then proceeded to explain, and then I was like, in all seriousness, dude, like, joking aside, I, I, I just think that maybe it's a little too early for him. Like, they haven't done enough for me as far as building him for me to think it's believable for him. He totally ignored that and just was like, oh, yeah, call me butthurt, because blah, blah. I was like, dude, chill, man. And then, like, it just escalated. <laughs> so I just went, like, totally, like, internet troll child on him. And started, but then I looked back at the rest of the comments, and anyone that had a negative comment about Jay White, this dude attacked them. So, well, I was like, it's obviously uh, a Jay White Bullet Club super mark, and you know, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, but it was crazy. He called me Meltzer. I was like, no flipping way. You didn't even like know who you're talking to right now, man. Don't call me my enemy. <laughs> I hate him All like right, so... I hate him like Eric Bischoff and. Um, Bruce Pritchard hate him. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, so speaking of Meltzer, he's now reporting that mm. we're talking the way now, that it, huh? the way that the theme of the match was told to him is that it's a winner take all. Because we gotta wonder what this means with these titles. It's a winner take all. That if Becky Lynch were to be pinned, then nothing changes. Well, then it's not winner take all, dumbass. Uh, but if Ronda or Charlotte are pinned, then they will leave. Or if Ronda pins Charlotte or Charlotte pins Ronda, then they'll leave with both titles. Okay, so if so, Becky pins one of them, then she gets one of the titles. I guess. So it's I, one dude, fall, and, and you get whoever you pin's title, unless you pin Becky Lynch, and then you just keep your title. I guess. Okay, well, like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? He's such a fucking twat. He is. Winner take all. It's not winner take all at all. It's not winner take all at all. 
<laughs> so I, it, it, it'll be interesting. Um, I am curious. I, I mean, clearly they didn't explain it, at least in my opinion, because they want you to tune into Raw and SmackDown to find out what exactly is going on. Uh, Overall, this, in my opinion, in the, the the Oscar title loss, the Charlotte becoming the champion. You said it at the beginning of this topic, Mike. It makes this match that much bigger. It makes this match mean that much more. It does. Uh, it does. It just elevate. This was already a highly elevated match. It just takes it one more level higher. Uh, you know, I've heard the complaint that this just shows that these women shouldn't have main event. Like, get out of here with that shit. This match, before Kofi Mania took it over, no one had anything but this match going on at the end. Nope. And again, the Kofi thing was completely organic and came out of nowhere, and they're going with it. And, you know, we're going to touch on a little bit of that. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to wrap the Mania, Road to Mania talk up. We're going to talk about some things that they are or aren't doing. And then we're going to maybe talk about someone who's a little bit upset with the main event. Or one of the main events, I should say. Hang tight. We will be right back. Mike... When we left off, we were we were wrapping up the road to WrestleMania, and you know I've been having discussions online with people, and some people were not happy with this card, which I don't understand. I, I think this card is one of the best cards they've built, top to bottom, in a really long time. There's still some things that I'm not sure of. I don't know where the tag titles sit in this realm. You know, are we unifying the women's title? I don't think we are. Uh, that being said, man, you know, if we are, then let's unify the, the, the men's tag titles as well. And, and, and let's get some of this stuff kind of streamlined because the tag roster's slim, the women's roster's slim. It all makes sense. So I'm not opposed to it. Uh, you know, but something that I don't think, which blows my mind, and I didn't present this to you, Mike, so let me kind of lay it all out there and get your natural reaction to it. You know, I hear people saying that WWE is garbage, that they don't do, they don't listen to the fans, that uh, the guys and girls that wrestle today don't know how to sell, don't know how to tell stories, blah, 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 blah. Look, the business, for one, has completely changed. Two, if you're not seeing selling and storytelling, I don't know what you're watching, because they do. They might do it differently. They might not do it Attitude Era style. They might not do it Hogan 80s style, but they do it, okay? Uh, Mike, let's just talk about this card again for a minute, okay? We're getting a Babyface Miz, which people have kind of been clamoring for. We're getting uh, Roman in a good match, not in the main event, not in a title match. We are getting Seth Rollins in a universal title spot against Brock Lesnar. We're going to get Finn Balor, possibly in the demon paint, against Bobby Lashley. We've got Samoa Joe as a main roster champion with the U.S. title, going against Rey Mysterio, a guy who is beloved by the fans. We have an organic 
push with Kofi Kingston taking the spot in the main event in a matter of like what six to eight weeks when it clearly wasn't planned we have AJ Styles fighting Randy Orton uh, two people who really haven't touched since AJ came to WWE two flag bearers of WWE and the indie scene arguably and we have Becky Lynch, the most organically over female on the roster against the biggest name in women's wrestling, Ronda Rousey, and the best women's wrestler in the world, Charlotte Flair. And it's main eventing for the first ever time at WrestleMania 35, and people are saying that they don't listen to the fans. I We can't win, Mike. We can't win. Yeah, I don't see what fans you aren't listening to. Because literally everything Braun I just Strowman named. Uh, the, you you want to complain about Braun Strowman? Uh, okay, that's fair. Not Whatever. Really. But not really. If <laughs> if you're really gonna to. if you're going to put Braun in something like he's not in a title match, so you give him the celebrity spot, and, and he's good with that. He works well. You don't want him to be a comedy act, but he definitely works well in it, okay? Cool. You want to complain about Baron Corbin? Yeah, we both like him, and we'll complain about it. That's fair. We don't want this match for Kurt Angle's final match. That said, I don't think it's happening, guys. So let's see where it goes. If that's the match and you want to... If that's your biggest bitch about WrestleMania, I'll give you that one. You know what I mean? But this is literally the most fan-built Mania card that I can think of in most recent history, don't you? Oh, yeah, totally. Like, this is everything a fan would want. You've got uh, your little sporty athletic guy taking down the WWE poster boy and the big monster scary guy. you got, you know, right. Seth versus Braun. You've got what's going to be a hell of an, an indie fan match, like in Kofi and Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I just, absolutely. You know, I don't, I don't get... There's a segment of fans that are never going to be happy. There's a segment of fans that aren't going to be happy because they don't want to see women in the top spot. There's a segment of former wrestlers that aren't happy because women are in the top spot. There's um, just people that don't like progress. I don't understand it. But it is what it is, man. Some people just are afraid of progress. <laughs> And I, I think yeah, maybe it, it's like it's a lot of people that are afraid that it's people that aren't – that maybe don't look like them or maybe it isn't what has always been. But, you know, man, those same people always seem to ask for the Attitude Era in the 90s back. But, like, the Attitude Era in the 90s was doing something different than what, like, your dad probably preferred. Is well, yeah, what it is. clearly. You know, man, like that's wrestling. Yeah. Wrestling cyclic like that. It just is what it is. Yep. Like, like this isn't made for you. I had a debate about uh, fucking He Man with someone the other day. And I was like, look, man, like it's like fucking garbage cartoon. And they got like offended. <laughs> and they were like, well, you must not have watched it as a kid. And I was like, well, yeah, I fucking, man, it was like my second favorite cartoon behind Transformers. I had tons of toys. And they were like, how can you say it was garbage? And I was like, because it fucking is, man. Because it fucking is. It's fucking, because it's fucking garbage. 
Like, go back and watch it again, man. Like, it's a terrible cartoon. It's fucking garbage. And I feel the same way about, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fans. They're so like, oh, this isn't our Turtles. This isn't our... Well, like, Turtles don't belong to you, man. Turtles, like, getting mad about the Turtles being different and wrestling being different is like getting mad about there being, like, different James Bonds other than the James Bond <laughs> that you first saw as James Bond. Like, you don't right. own these fucking things, man. Like, these are things that go on and on and on and on. Guess what? I was 12 the first season of Power Rangers came out. I was not upset when I was 15 and, like, they changed the cast. I wasn't like, these aren't my Power Rangers. You know why? Because I was 15. I wasn't supposed to be watching fucking Power Rangers anymore. Okay? But like, you re- did. But I did. I did. I, you know, <laughs> fuck, yeah. I watched it until, like, up until the space one. Like, the space one was dope, and I was like, you know what? Like, I, that's it, man. Me, and, me, Power Rangers, and high school have had a good run, and it's time to move on. Um, <laughs> I'm starting college now. I don't really have time for this shit. Uh, so, there's things like that, man. Like, wrestling is one of those things, dude. Like, it's not for you, man. Like, it's not you like there's gonna be people like us that are gonna love it no matter what man but then there's gonna be a segment of fans that are always gonna want it to be what it was when they were kids and it's never gonna be and they're gonna be unhappy about that and nothing is ever as good as it was when you were a kid like it's a fucking fact no so it is a fact you know uh quit letting your nostalgia blind you and i think that that's the big segment of it that's unhappy with the matches we're getting well, speaking of unhappy, and boy, I haven't said this in a while, Mike. Speaking of people saying something dumb. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. It has. It has it's been, been a while since we've talked about this gentleman, but Mike, uh, should I let you just run wild? Yeah. So, our good, uh, good friend of the show... <laughs> good good friend of the show um billy graham superstar billy graham <laughs> made a post tuesday at exactly 10 p.m oh, he sure did it was a picture of the daniel bryan versus kofi kingston for the wwe championship graphic and a picture of kofi at comic-con Specifically singling out Kofi. Um, (laughs) Is the WWE serious? I turned on my computer today (laughs) and went to the wrestling news sites. And what did I see? Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship at Mania. Talk is Vince is going to put the WWE belt on Kofi Kingston. Shit. You. Not. We will have a 145-pound WWE champion. Okay, man, like, that's fucking absurd. Like, dude obviously weighs more than 145 pounds. Like, come the fuck on. Clearly. I, I weigh 155. <laughs> he, he obviously weighs more than me. Um, so then, here's where he goes, like, reel off the fucking rails. This must have been an idea by the new senior creative lady, Dana Warrior. <laughs> Meltzer says she's been promoted to an extremely high position on the creative team and attends meetings that only Vince, H, and Steph are in. Damn, how did she get so smart? She's not, like, they've already said 
that she's just there as like a junior member of the team and she's just there to give a woman's perspective on things. Like, fuck. <laughs> My friend Hannibal has been monitoring the Monday Night Raw steady decline in TV viewership. Well, okay. So you know, so you know we're about to be hit with some real some real hardcore facts here cuz his homeboy Hannibal has been keeping track of things. Well, Hannibal, it dropped again last night in Boston, Monday, March 25th. Steady decline in TV viewership. I predict that this year's mania will be so bad that next year, 2020, we know. We know what next year is, bro. Like, I can, I can, I can do the math. I'm not great with the numbers. They make the brain hurt. But, um... I could put the the one on the 19 and get me to 2020. Will not come close to selling out. Shut up, you're a fucking idiot. Uh, no WrestleMania will ever not sell out. The thrill is gone. Uh, okay. I'm super excited. I'm so excited for this WrestleMania. It's stupid. I'm more excited for this one than I've been for WrestleMania in at least five years. Is anyone out there really excited to see these two lightweights wrestle for the WWE Championship? Most of the internet. Oh, yeah. Oh, one more thing. I would love to see Kofi at 145 pounds put his newly won WWE belt on the line against Brock Lesnar. Great logistics. One man being outweighed by a good 135 pounds. A total joke this thing is. Dude, does he not know that Brock Lesnar is facing Seth Rollins? <laughs> Like, and he must not have watched the Royal Rumble either, where fucking Finn Balor took Brock Lesnar to the limit. Mm, I'm going to guess not. Interesting. Interesting. Well, that's all Superstar Billy Graham had to say. So, <laughs> clearly. This dude, so he hates women. He obviously doesn't like small people. And I mean, borderline, you can say he's racist, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like, maybe. I'm not going to put that on him because that's a, that's, you know, that's a hell of a thing to put on someone. Yeah. Like, but, like, I'll put it on him. Like, I don't care. He really seemed to be singling Kofi out in this and not the fact that Daniel Bryan also is a little dude and Seth Rollins is a little dude. So, that's weird. Yeah, he's a he's a special kind of get off my lawn person, isn't he? Man, he really does want people to stay the fuck off his lawn too. He sure does, Mike. It's been a it's been a good show. It's been a good road to WrestleMania. Uh, I think we've I think we've broke it down almost as much as we can. I'm sure. We'll get into some of the things we didn't touch on next week as we actually talk about the card and make our predictions for the show. you have anything else you want to add for these fine, fine people? Um, do you think that if uh, <laughs> Big Show uh, was part of a celebrity tag team match with Flavor Flav, that their team name would be Showtime. <laughs> um, sure, why not? I mean, it makes the most sense. Cool. 
Guys, check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash drivebypod. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at drivebypod. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the podcast five stars. Uh, and share it with your friends, man. We appreciate all of the love that we are getting. Uh, guys, I say it every week. It's been real. It's been fun. We will catch you next time. You guys are beautiful. We love you. Have a great week.